Berg, thank you so much for joining us. Obviously, I want to know your thoughts here. I mean, the Eagles not going to the White House to celebrate. Please share your point of view on that. Also today, President Trump's 500th day in office. I was on a conference call with President Trump earlier today. He talked about all of his accomplishments in the first 500 days. The conference call with President Trump will be up on our social media uh, after the show if you want to check it out and hear more about his accomplishments uh, that he has talked about. Now, one of his major accomplishments, some might say, is his stand for religious freedom rights. Today, the Supreme Court ruled seven to two. The only dissenting votes were Justice Ginsburg and Justice Sonia Sotomayor. I love to say her name, Sonia Sotomayor. Uh, the SCOTUS ruled in favor of Jack Phillips. He's a Colorado baker that did not want to bake a cake uh, and use his artistic talents in support of a same-sex marriage because it goes against his religious beliefs. Now, you may have been hearing this all day about the decision that people are saying this was a very narrow decision. Now, what they're referring to specifically is the fact that the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the Colorado baker, but they did not really rule on the central issue of all this, whether compelling a cake baker or other business owner or an artist whether he must be forced or compelled to use his artistic talents for something that goes against the religious beliefs and or freedoms. Now, one of the main reasons Justice Kennedy ruled in favor of Mr. Phillips is because he said, in his opinion, the Colorado, this is amazing to me, the Colorado Civil Rights Commission, Civil Rights Commission disparaged Mr. Phillips' faith. They called it despicable. And one of the Civil Rights Commissioners even compared Mr. Phillips when he cited his religious beliefs for his freedoms as to why he wanted to not bake this cake, they said that's the same thing as defending, wait till you hear this, this is a civil rights commissioner, they said that's the same thing as defending slavery and the Holocaust. And people in America wonder why many Christians are going, wait a second, yes, our religion is under attack. So join us tonight to have this conversation about his take on the SCOTUS decision is Bernie Erickson, who's in a same-sex marriage and Unfortunately for us, but maybe good for him, his husband's on the Amalfi Coast right now and traveling all up and down Italy. So, Bernie, great to have you here, oh, man. Thank you. So, your initial reaction to the SCOTUS decision is what? So, you got to picture this. This morning, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting at work, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm on my PC and doing some things, and I jump to one of the news feeds, and I, I see the su Supreme Court decision, and I'm like, what in the world? What's going on there? Back to work. Jump back into that again. Look a little further and see a narrow ruling that was seven to two. It's complicated, right? Very complicated. To me, seven to two is, is pretty much a grand <laughs> slam. Narrow ruling, that's the five to four things with really intricate, complicated um, uh, comments by the justices. We still got that, I understand, from this. I haven't gone all the way through that. Um, Chris, we've known each other for years, and, and one thing that I often come back to is there is more that unites us than separates us. And you probably didn't know this when you invited me to come and talk about this. I actually think this ruling is, is not what I would have wanted, but I think it's okay. And, and why do you say that? And why I think it's okay is, and again, I was busy at work, so I didn't have a right. whole lot of time to dig into this. But what one of the justices said in his um, uh, comments was that this ruling in Colorado was, and I, I got the quote here, was tainted by anti-religious hostility. And we've talked so many times that I think any ruling that is tainted by anti-woman, <clears throat> LGBT, Muslim, religious, Christian, atheist, any ruling that is tainted by that level of hostility 
should be suspect and should go back for further review. And that's what I understand what they did is they're sending this back to Colorado or some version of so that. That, that necessarily may not be, be true, but I think what, what they did do is they left the door open for future decisions that may say, hey, a state may be able to compel people to make this kind of decision that a yes. banker's got to do this. But here's what I want to get at, because okay. <laughs> I feel like the pendulum has swung in a certain direction and is now starting to maybe find more of a medium. Here's what I mean specifically, and see if you agree with this. There was a homosexual guy that, you know, pretty conservative dude, writes a lot of stuff, and he said, look, I've come out, I've shared my point of view, and this is this is his words, not mine, but he says, then all of a sudden the gay mafia comes after me and just obliterates me. And I feel like that, them, meaning the gay, would swing the pendulum so far one direction that that's why people would call Christian beliefs despicable compared to the whole, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I, what I'm trying to get at is, one, do you agree that the pendulum swung too far for a while, and do you think this helps move it back to the middle and go, hey, how can we all respect each other's rights? Well, at the risk of upsetting a lot of my my friends yeah i think maybe the pendulum did swing a little far and i th the best answer is always somewhere in the middle it always is and we've got so many very very loud and compelling voices at both extremes this is an example where i probably would have chosen a different outcome were it my decision but it wasn't and a seven to two ruling tells me there was probably a lot of common sense behind so, all of this? So let me ask you this, because I, I haven't walked in your shoes. I don't know if you've been discriminated based on your sexual orientation mm -hmm. or not. And the thing that I would like to know, because I read this as they're saying, hey, how do we all just get along, right? Mm -hmm. like, how do I respect you? How do you respect my religious freedoms? Mm -hmm. Where is that balance, in your opinion? I spent a lot of time this afternoon thinking through that. And obviously, this clearly is not about a wedding cake. Because if I'm going to force someone to bake a cake for me, they're going to make a mistake and put salt instead of sugar into it, and it's going to be awful. So it's not about that. Uh, but it is about um, equal access and so on and so forth. And we do have a lot of those protections in place right, right now in, ter in terms of housing, employment, and so forth, unless you live in North Dakota. And then, of course, then you don't have that here in North Dakota because, you know, we don't believe in that here. But rest of the civilized world pretty much does believe in that as far as some of these other you know goods and services if you don't want my money i'll buy my shoes somewhere else it's kind of what i think but i i you know if you're in a, maybe in a small rural area now with amazon it's hard to, to say that right. but i mean that's kind of like a lot of people in, in more urban areas be like well then just just go somewhere right. else at the same point in time i don't want to see anybody discriminated against that's where i'm trying to figure out how to and I'm not saying you and I have this, but right. how would someone go, hey, you respect my religious freedoms, I respect, you know, your rights as well, and, and find that balance, and it's sometimes it, easier said than done. Oh, totally, Chris, <laughs> and, and, and I've talked about my work on social justice in North Dakota. It, it, David and I live, and we have great employers and great jobs and great benefits and all this stuff. We don't really experience that. But we don't live in small-town North Dakota right. or small-town Kentucky or, or any of these other areas. And those guys that are live there and trying to build their lives, they do encounter really some difficult do. things. There was a some piece, do. though, there was some talked about small-town North Dakota. They didn't experience that. But I do got to give Bernie some kudos. He's got one of the greatest lines ever when he was on an MSNBC show a few years ago. I'll have you look it up because we're out of time. But, Bernie, <laughs> we always appreciate your time. Well, sure. thank Thanks you. for being here. Thank you. Appreciate